Hey, everyone. You found the Don't Suck at AI podcast, where you'll hear from AI industry icons about how their companies are producing successful AI solutions that are changing the way we do business today and into the future. So here's your host, John Lindsay. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Don't Suck at AI podcast. Today, we have an industrial show lined up for you as we're welcoming Rodney Adams, the vice president of Mundy Companies. Rodney has been with Mundy for 13 years and has recently moved into a leadership role at their turbines, pumps, and compressor division as well. They do repair and conditioning over there, and there's a massive expansion going on following the slowdown during the pandemic. We've had the opportunity to work with Rodney over the past few years on several projects, so I can share some background on what I know about him. Rodney has been leading the technology charge at the Mundy Companies for the past decade, and he's done some absolutely amazing work automating the processes and financial tech innovations, helping Monday and TPC add the latest technology to their organization. Rodney has a phenomenal combination of skill sets that not only allow him to deploy the technology, he's got the people skills that ensure the systems he deploys will be assimilated into the culture of the organization. And that absolutely doesn't suck. So Rodney, thanks for joining us today. I gave our listeners a quick overview on your background what did I miss? Thank you for having me on today. I think you pretty much nailed it. I started off with the Monday companies as a software developer, but I've always had this knack for understanding businesses and how they work and how the pieces interact with each other and more of a personal component of trying to make people's lives better. And so I've use that principle throughout my entire career to try and enhance what we do and reduce the amount of extra work people are doing and put a smile on people's faces at the end of the day. I love what I do and I'm thrilled to be on the show. Awesome, Rodney. Well, the smile on other people's faces leads me right into the don't suck fun facts. So Rodney, if you've listened to any of our other shows, you know that we always have to kick things off with a don't suck fun fact. Since we've had the opportunity to get to know you over the past several years, there are are two facts that I'm going to point out. The first one, and I don't think I have ever complimented another man on his smile, but Rodney <laughs> has the biggest, brightest, what our general counsel actually refers to as a thousand watt smile, adding that it is impossible to be in a bad mood around him. The second is that I've been told that Rodney has never, ever in his entire life been in a bad mood. He was born with this huge smile on his face and it has never <laughs> once left him. Rodney, is that true? Well, I'd say that's that's the majority, 99% of the time. I typically look at the good in a situation and there's always something good to come out of it, whether it's a lesson learned or anything like that. But yes, most of the time you will find me smiling and happy because I'm enjoying what I'm doing. It's fun. No bad moods, Rodney. That doesn't suck. That is absolutely <laughs> awesome. So look, you are on the Don't Suck It AI podcast. So let's talk a little AI and industry. And since many might feel that the industrial space has a reputation for being, let's say, a little slow to deploying the latest technology, let's talk a little bit about why that might not be correct, as there's some pretty cool and innovative stuff going on here. Absolutely. When you get into the industry and you understand how large corporations work, there's a lot of moving pieces. And so that may be perceived as moving slow, but there's a lot of pieces that need to move along the journey. I understand that. 
our industry is moving forward at a rapid pace, more rapid than I've seen probably in the last seven years. There's a lot of trade secrets that you're trying to protect. There's a lot of individuals that you are trying to make sure they have the access to key components. And so moving a 10000 to 50000 to you know $150,000 organization while maintaining the integrity of trade secrets, that's a very difficult thing to do and do correctly. So I can see why they move slow. But with COVID and the recent change in the workforce, I've seen a tremendous amount of movement in an organization. And when organizations are that large, it's pretty impressive to move that quick. One of the things that I've seen is the adoption of Connected Everywhere. Bandwidth is of importance to corporations these days. That is huge. That was not the case when I started in this industry. When I started, you couldn't as much as have a phone in the facilities. And so for contractors like Mundy, that opens up a world of possibilities because now that the customers understand VLANs and they feel comfortable with them, we're able to get devices deployed into the field. This has opened up a tremendous amount of opportunity for companies like Mundy. Tablets, sensors, drones, those things are now available where those weren't possible before. The customer still has information security risks that they will mitigate, but it's like the floodgates have opened. They're opening their eyes to being able to turn turnarounds into more cost-effective projects as opposed to 2x, 3x overruns because they're able to plan with tools like digital twins. When these projects become successful, it's a paradigm shift. As employees move between companies to companies, the employee that was at a previous company that understands that this technology has helped can bring that into a new company and lead the charge. This is enhancing overall adoption of technology across the oil and gas space. It's in a very exciting time. We're on the forefront of something new, and it's very, very exciting. Well, Ronnie, those are some fantastic points, and, and that's a perfect tip for the next topic since you've shared with us some of the reasons why industry may have been lagging in the past with regard to innovation, I would just say, wow. And it's certainly not the case at the Monday companies from our discussions previously with you. And so talk to us a bit about all the areas of focus that you've targeted for deploying the latest technologies and AI solutions. So one of the areas that we're looking into is knowledge transfer. One of the gaps that I see is a big gap in the skilled workforce that's upcoming to everyone. AI and technology can help us bridge those gaps. What we've seen is that we have a slew of skilled workforce employees that are getting ready to exit the workforce and the middle gap of their successors simply isn't there. So it's creating a crunch for skilled labor. We're looking at ways where we can take AI and knowledge transfer and be able to bridge that gap over the next 10, 20 years. We're looking into things such as virtual and augmented reality. I can see a concept where, so let's say you have a master electrician and where we normally have 15 to 20 master electricians at one site, we can only get two. Well, the concept of remote work has now worked and it's been proven. So what if we could take that concept and apply it to an electrician where an electrician is at a corporate office in a suit and tie and the field employee is out in the field and they have their HoloLens on or other similar device where they can get augmented reality and get that master electrician on the site. It's very similar to using Zoom to do a remote session. 
Mm-hmm. And that electrician is is capable, but not as competent and as skillful as that master electrician. That master electrician can help that employee through the repair. And once that's done, like an IT support ticket, he goes back to answering the next call. Those are things we're looking at to see if we can augment the workforce and use technology to fight that knowledge transfer that's coming up. Just different ways of looking at it. We're also looking at the fact that we have sensors and bandwidth now was all available. When we go out to do a repair on a compressor unit, uh, are there sensors that we can actually put in that are non-intrusive that can give us vibration readings back at our facility to make a phone call to say, hey, listen, I know this old piece of equipment is from World War II, but while we're out there, what we ended up doing was put the sensors so that we can help you keep your process unit up and running. And we see that it's out of compliance with what we normally see as vibration analysis or, or sound or you name the sensor. Hey, you're going to have a problem on this unit. I know that this wasn't an OEM 2020 piece of equipment, but we're able to tell you ahead before it breaks what this specific equipment is doing. We think that we can help in that way. Things like digital twins of planning a turnaround would be huge. Running simulations of understanding, hey, what would a weather delay do to this particular repair? Does that push out vendors? Does that put too many people in this location? Those things are critical that weren't available forever ago. As far as training goes, Oculus has a software program for training my kid on baseball. And he's in a virtual simulation. He can simulate events. If you ever have your child do sports, a lot of things they say are reps are important. But some team sports, you can't get reps without nine people. You can't get a real simulation. When I was setting this up for my son, I was thinking, okay, well, we also have scenarios and edge cases for repairing equipment, running a unit. If we can run through those scenarios and change it up, that would be very powerful in getting our workforce up to speed because my biggest concern is that we're not going to have enough skilled employees to man all the jobs that we need going forward. We're looking at all of these different technologies and how we can deploy them to get ahead of the future before it gets here. So Rodney, that, uh, that is really exciting. You know, virtual augmented reality sensors on equipment for uh, sound and vibration when you repair some turbo machinery, you send it back with some high-tech gear and allow us to hear that for Monday to let the client know something needs attention. So, and turnarounds, those are uh, high dollar items for industry out there in the field. But let's get to something even more fundamental, more simple, and that is digitizing paper. I think still what I'm hearing is out in these facilities, a lot of check sheets and forms and whatnot are being done on clipboards and paper. What can be done to advance the movement forward there? That's a fantastic question. From what I've looked at, things are still being done on paper and data collection at a paper level is very inefficient. Typically, if we take into account a timesheet, being able to collect that on a piece of paper just means that the same data has to be transcribed twice. That's even more critical when it comes to processes and process units and collecting data about it. If we're collecting it on paper, then it can't be analyzed right away until it gets into a digital system. So Mundy has invested in a product called Collect Logics, where we can digitize that at the beginning. So analytics begin right away. I believe that is huge. You can't act on data that's on a piece of paper. If something is critical and is going to fail, the right person needs to know right then. That is why it is important to get that data in a system where it can be crunched, it can be analyzed, and immediately you can respond to it. A sheet of paper normally goes on a stack of papers on someone's desk to get entered at a time that's much later. That doesn't help 
a facility answer a question or fix a problem before a catastrophe happens. With Collect Logics, what we were intending to do is capture that data in a digitized form to begin with and skip a burdensome step of someone transcribing that data into a system of record. Because there's so many problems with the data integrity on that. If someone wrote something incorrectly, can you read it? I mean, there's so many capabilities now of just using the microphone on a a tablet to transcribe if people don't want to write. There's too many technologies out there to not solve this problem that exists in the workforce today. So we're looking at tools like Collect Logics to bring a better quality of data into our organization so that then we can act upon that data in a timely manner. Well, Rodney, that sounds fantastic. And again, we know that at the end of the day, every organization, whether it's in heavy industry or whatever domain they happen to be serving, is trying to get to the point where they're data-driven, right? So that's a huge step to not only helping the Monday companies obviously become data-driven, but helping your clients do the same. So listen, we talked a little bit about some of the things that are cooking over at that Monday, and it's exciting. But now what I want you to do is look a little bit into the future, pull that crystal ball out, and I want you to tell us where you see industries like yours going over the next three to five years. And I know it's a challenge because you told us at the beginning that you've seen more activity over the last year than you had in the the prior (laughs) seven. So it's a stretch, right? But not only in this industry, but right there at Monday, what do you see over the next three to five years? I see the deployment of more sensors, more digital capture tools in the future. I can see a future where we have augmented reality help assist the workforce that we have, because I do see a growing skilled labor shortage across the board, whether it's it's not just a Monday problem, but I think it's an industry-wide problem. I think people that are in the know would agree with me that they see this coming as well. I think that digital tools are going to be integral in the process. And I think that the infrastructure is starting to be in place so that we can compete with other countries. I think we can compete with other competitors across the spectrum by deploying new technologies into the field where we do work. Like I said earlier, I I can really see where we have remote workforce for skilled labor. I know that sounds pie in the sky, but I can see a place where we go there. Think about IT and, and Zoom meetings. We do it there. How can we translate that to actually doing work? I'm not saying that's easy, but I'm saying that I see it coming. And the first person to crack that nut, I think, is going to get the success in their organization. I see the deployment of drones to replace dangerous and hazardous work, robotics. I do not see a future in which you know people are not involved. Computers and humans always work better together than separate, but I can see more integral technologies in the workforce, you will have a more connected workforce in the future. Wow, Rodney, that is absolutely epic. In closing, let me just say, it's clear that Rodney and all the efforts he's putting in over at the Bundy companies intend to push the boundaries of successful AI. I mean, listen, data analytics, digital transformation, simulation, that absolutely doesn't suck. It's clear that you're already leveraging innovative technology to solve some very practical problems with collect logics and the technology you're utilizing just to rid an industry of paper, which is, I'm amazed that we're even saying this still, but it still exists out there. That absolutely doesn't suck. It's also clear that Monday's new focus on technology, that your clients They're going to be begging to get this tech out to their site so that they can achieve the same benefits. That absolutely doesn't suck. And and lastly, Rodney, complimenting a man on his smile starting this podcast off, (laughs) oh, that does not suck in the least. So listen, 
people are going to want to follow you and figure out what you're doing in the future so they can stay up with it because it is absolutely epic in the industrial space. So do me a favor, share with our audience and our listeners where they can contact you and keep up with what you're up to and what the company is up to. Okay. So uh, you can always follow us on LinkedIn, the Monday companies on LinkedIn, personally, Rodney Adams on LinkedIn under my Monday Coast job title. You can find me there. You can email me at rodneyadams at mondaycoast.com. I'm also on Twitter, Rodney Adams. You can reach me that way. And I would love to talk tech and the the industry with anyone to see the views on what they see coming. I would like to share my views with them, tweak them a little bit. Just love talking about this. I, I love where tech is going. I think the future is bright. I think the future is long. No, it's amazing, Rodney. Thank you. I'm sure people are going to want to keep up with you. Our listeners are just so intrigued by AI and all the domains that it's impacting. So I'm sure you're going to get some feedback from some of our listeners. In closing here, because we're to the end of this particular episode. Rodney, first of all, thank you for coming on and joining Bill and I and and sharing some of what's going on over there. It's very impressive. And we think the listeners are going to love it. Thank you for all the the family of Don't Suck listeners that join us every week for for this session. Rodney, you were amazing. And again, anybody that you have to reach at Rodney at awesomesmile.com, that (laughs) can't be bad. Are you kidding me? Bill, what do you got to add to this? Well, it's been a delight to talk with you, Rodney. I, 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 I see you as a true visionary. I've heard things from you this, uh, in this podcast that uh, I hadn't thought of before, such as uh, a remote workforce for skilled labor. I've never thought of that. That is an interesting concept. So you're very forward thinking, and it's been a delight uh, to hear your ideas. Thank you. Well, thank you all for having me. It's been a pleasure. Well, Rodney, we don't get to say this very often, but everyone's in Texas today. So we're going to sign off from Texas today. And Rodney, thank you. That is a wrap, baby. 